Welcome to Late Night Talks with Amy Jo, a place where you're going to find inspiration, wisdom, and healing. A podcast for men. Hello. Welcome to Late Night Talks. What's shaking, guys? I hope that you're doing swell and happy and strong. I am sending out some happy, positive fall vibes to you. We are experiencing this wonderful weather where I am. I love fall. It's my favorite time of year. And it just wakes my inner energies up. I love it. It's the air. It's crisp and it's cool, and it's sweater weather, you can bundle up under the blankets, it's so good, and it's the most beautiful sight to see all the beautiful colors on the trees, and then they fall to the ground, and it's this palette of beautiful art that God creates for us to enjoy with our eyes, and the sky, the blue sky and the clouds, all these beautiful, huge vultures and ravens and birds of all kinds flying in the sky. And they are just up there free, just doing their dance in the sky. And it's a wonderful sight. It really is. It does something to me and it takes me to a whole nother place, honestly. So... (laughs) When we connect to Mother Earth and we truly look at all that she does for us, it can do something to you. I really do get high on just being out in nature and I'm just like fascinated by some of the sights that I see with just, you know, anything, a shape of a cloud or some sort of bark on the trees or I don't know. You know what it is? And I'll just talk about this real quick. I'm not going to go on to one of my (laughs) trances, but you know what it is? It's honestly the fact that I still have my child well and alive inside of me. And She's the one that keeps me young at heart. And I always remember her. And this is why, you know, life is fun and it's exciting. And when we really get in touch with our inner child, we can manifest and create so much in our life. And I'm not going to talk about that right now, but I am going to talk about that in the near future because I think it's important for all of us to not forget that side of us. You know, as we get older, we just tend to forget about some of the fascinating things that we would imagine when we were children and the things that we wanted and Just looking at life through a child's eyes can change your perspective in a lot of ways. So 
Anyways, that's my little <laughs> spew on that. So I received an email a while back with a question, and I thought I would take the time tonight to discuss this. I did do an episode on this way back when I first started this podcast. It was like my fourth or fifth episode, I think, and it was called The Shadow Man. But the question was referring to that podcast, and he was asking how we identify our shadows. And I thought it would be a good idea tonight to come back on and talk about this topic again, because there's a lot of new listeners and that's buried way down there. So this is a really important topic. And I thought I'll just, you know, put a little more detail in it for you. And hopefully I can answer some of the questions that you may have. So tonight we're going to talk about what the shadow is, how it becomes born, and how we identify the shadow, and what are some good methods for assisting us in integrating these aspects of ourselves, right, in order to become more whole. This is the meat and potatoes right here, okay? <laughs> Honestly, out of all the episodes that I've recorded, this should be the top priority in the healing process. And if you're willing to do this work, it will indicate that you're truly committed to this. This can absolutely alter and transform your life. But you have to want it. And you have to be sick and tired of your life. You have to be tired of the repeated patterns, the repeated cycles, the repeated behavior, the anger outburst, the jealousy that keeps coming up. You have to be tired of this. And you don't have any other option but to change this. If you want to change your life, this is what needs to take place. Okay. And if you are ready to confront this head on, we have to be willing to remove all the filters from our eyes. You know, I talk about that lens that we're comfortable with looking at life through, but we have to take all that away and truly confess to ourselves the reality of what's truly going on. We have to be willing to be honest. Okay. And it's really critical that the shadow makes its appearance to us from time to time, because for one, it's getting our attention, but it's indicating that we're missing some essential elements of ourselves. And we can't really function at our greatest potential or our highest vibration when we're really not whole, you know, we have to be willing to recognize and accept these missing parts and pieces of us. So if you're ready and willing to do this work, I advise you to ensure that you're very grounded, that you're stable in your mind, 
Okay, you're ready to be 100, 100, 200% honest with yourself that you embraced that compassion inside of you before embarking on this process. And you should also be ready to prepare yourself to forgive yourself. As you do this, you'll be able to forgive others. Starting with the word shadow, who coined this phrase, this is actually attributed to Carl Jung. Carl Jung was a Swiss psychiatrist who had a significant impact and influence on a wide range of different subjects, including psychiatry, literature, anthropology, and some more. According to his idea, we're comprised of three distinct parts. We have the shadow, the ego, and the self. And they're all made up of stages of personal development. So let's break them down. The shadow represents aspects of ourselves that we don't like or we choose to reject and suppress as well as maybe characteristics of ourselves that we don't want to really recognize about ourselves, maybe because they weren't accepted by the external world. So we put them aside and we push them down and we disown them. Now the ego is more about your identity. This is the social mask that, you know, society wears they put it on in order to thrive and succeed in the world. The thing about the ego is it's more about separateness. And then there is the self. This is the actual self is which encompasses all aspects of, of you. So this will include the ego and the shadow as well having the shadow, you know, we're almost in a divided space. And the objective is this to bring all these parts of us back together. And there's actually negative and positive sides to the shadow. But for the sake of tonight's talk, we're going to just concentrate on the darker negative shadow. As humans, we can easily point out the shadowy aspects of others, but we might not be so keen at looking at our own weaknesses. We want to focus on our strengths to make us feel good about ourselves. And most people want to maintain some kind of a certain self-image. They don't want to expose the more unflattering qualities or traits that they may hold. But we all have a shadow, and it follows us everywhere we go. It eats, sleeps, and breathes just as we do, and it's quite alive and real. And it hangs out in the unconscious mind. That's where its home is. But from time to time, it will surface when it gets pissed for not being seen, acknowledged, or nurtured. And it spews out in all kinds of different ways, which I'll share with you in a moment. But we enter the world pure and whole. And life 
kind of comes in and we become fragmented. And it's about bringing these parts back to us. Okay? We need to become a witness to what's taking place within us. So witness the anger, witness the projection, the selfishness, the hate, the self-sabotage, the jealousy, the envy, judging others. By moving through life, unacknowledging these behaviors is like living recklessly, truly. If you're in your 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, or maybe up higher than that, and you've been holding, pushing, shoving away these parts of you, how does something like that manifest when we do this? The intensity is so strong, and the way that it's expressed outwardly is never good. It's like an explosion. And when we disown something, that, that thing is going to eventually turn against us. Just like if we were to do that to another person, if we disown a person, they most likely are going to retaliate. And this is exactly what the shadow is doing. It's unconscious, and it's the only way of getting your attention. Think of it like this. If you had a garden hose, and you put your hand over it to keep the water in, think about the water is going to spurt out all over the place in any way that it can. So this is kind of like what the shadow does. But the beautiful thing about this is, The shadow is just another energy within us that we have the power to maneuver and to change, transmute, to transform. And when someone hurts another or projects onto them, you know, they don't always mean to hurt that person. Again, it's kind of an unconscious thing. And sometimes they're not even aware of what they're doing or where it's coming from rather. And a lot of times, strangely enough, the way that it comes out is like a defense mechanism. It's actually trying to protect us, but at the same time, it's damaging us and our relationships or careers or whatnot. So how is the shadow born? It's actually conceived as a result of personal experiences. The child who was crying because their feelings were hurt in some way. Say it was a little boy and his father yelled at him and told him to stop crying. Crying's for wussies. And since then, that child has learned to push down his emotions that it's not okay to express himself. Or maybe that artsy, creative type of kid in school who was different that kids may be made fun of because she was different. So all throughout her life, she suppressed that side of her, her creative side, and she just adjusted her behavior to adapt to the external world. There's many different ways it is formed. It's like if I came on here to this podcast And I was happy all the time, which I know that I am a majority of time, 
but I am true and honest when I'm feeling crappy or when I'm feeling not so great or when I'm feeling emotional, I share that with you because that's my true self at that time. And if I didn't, and if I came on here happy all the time, I would be pushing my shadow down. Now, how do we really identify these shadows? I will share some examples, which hopefully can help you in identifying your shadows. These are just examples, but we often maybe project onto others or our partners. We might get mad at them because they're not making us feel a certain way or they're not giving us something that we need. They're not loving us in the way that we need. Playing the victim. We try to hide things behind that victimhood that we don't want others to see. You know, when we're the victim, we don't have to take responsibility. And not taking responsibility is pushing a part of you away. You know, this is projection and envying someone who has maybe succeeded and they're trying to bring that person down. This is the shadow getting jealous, maybe because other men are looking at your girlfriend or your wife, maybe a parent is dealing with a child who's lying and now he harshly punishes that child because he's lying only because he's confronted with himself because the parent is also a liar. So this is kind of how it works. You may be passing judgment onto someone because you're concerned others will pass judgment on you. Say someone is sexually suppressed and they've grown bitter towards relationships, but they yearn and crave for intimacy and closeness. So instead, they deny these wants and needs of theirs for connection, and they may resort to pornography. Competing against friends and family or loved ones for power, or a willingness to step on others for one's own victory. People hate to see others do well, but it's because they're pushing down that part of themselves to get out there and do it to, because they're not confident enough. They're going to tear other people down. There's also someone that really irritates the hell out of you or annoys you or on the other spectrum, maybe you feel possessive and infatuated by someone. Where's that coming from? Okay. Maybe you did something to someone that you really cared about or loved that you later have kind of shame or regret for. Even if it was justified or not, it showed that other part of you. And that's how sneaky the shadow is. And we create distance psychologically from, you know, these behaviors, emotions, and thoughts that we may find dangerous. When we start to become more conscious of these behaviors or thoughts, this is when we'll be able to enhance so many parts of our life. It will bring better health, 
more successful relationships, you know, more success in career, a higher emotional intelligence, a broader perspective in life. But we have to become conscious to these parts of us, our creativity, our confidence, our self-worth, our innate strengths and discipline. And this can be very challenging. I understand that because we might not always be able to identify these shadowy sides and the meaning behind them. This is why it's helpful to work with a coach. But here's some things to look for. I think that the most important thing is to pay attention to what's setting you off, meaning what is triggering you? What are the emotional triggers? Those triggers are your shadow. How to begin the nurturing steps to integrating the shadow and to start owning these parts of you so that you can become whole again, so that you can love this part of you. So when the darkness arises within you, it's important to notice the feelings. Look at the situation. Ask yourself if you're reacting from a shadow. How are you reacting to certain situations or toward other people or a specific person? And take the proper time to really reflect on these events that have maybe taken place earlier that day or earlier that week. Try not to get overwhelmed with this process because it's going to take a while. It takes a long time for some people. And this isn't something that happens overnight. So try not to get frustrated. You may have to experience these feelings a few times to fully understand them and to fully heal them. So I recommend starting with one thing at a time. Where do you find that you're struggling the most or with who? Is it with a partner, a boss, a friend? And start there. We are taking full responsibility for our own shit. This is what this is all about. To be completely, utterly raw and real with yourself. So write these aspects of yourself down. I am blank. Whether it's jealous. Write it down. I am insecure, write it down and say those words. And once you've written those down, you want to get to the core of this belief that created the shadow. So what caused this shadow to be born into your life? What experience created that shadow? And writing does an amazing job at moving these energies out of our body. That's why I always talk about if you are not good at expressing yourself, writing is a great way to move these energies out of the body. There's obviously some kind of a belief behind the shadow that caused you to disown this part of you. So we have to aim for that and ask the following questions. How true is this belief? What does this part of me want? Why is it acting out? What does it want from me? What is it trying to teach me? Who would I be without this belief? And pay close attention to the inner thoughts as well, the images and the words that also take place 
while you're doing these exercises, even when the shadow comes out. Imagine yourself owning up to all the shadows that we carry and embody these ideas. Own it. Own that you're jealous. Find out where that's from. And then what would your life look like? How would it look differently? If you began to bring all the dark to the light, how would you feel? How would you see life? How differently would you move through life? Jung has mentioned that we as humans are very capable of taking part in some really horrible and terrible acts. And the best way to ensure that this doesn't get actualized is to familiarize and accept these dark sides of us. So this is really, really important. And I'm telling you, it will change your life. Just be patient with yourself. Don't be hard on yourself. Don't rush the process. But as you do this, you will notice your life will start to shift. Things will start to change. You'll start to understand other people. I think that covers it. Hopefully now you have a little more clarity and that I answered your question. And of course, if anyone else is struggling in any area or would like a question or a topic to be discussed, feel free to send a message my way at consciouswisdomhealing at gmail.com. All right, darlings, hang in there, be well, and I will be back soon. Sending out big love energy to all of you. Keep rising. Bye.